Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Oh, it's that time of the week again, ladies and gentlemen. It's Throwback Thursday. I hope you're all enjoying your quarantine to the best of your ability. I um, mean, I mean, have you have you have you gone down that rabbit hole of that one composer you always wanted to listen to? Have you gone have you listened to all of all of Rogers and Hammerstein's catalog? I mean, what's your have you what's been your have you uh, did you, you know, what, what, what's your I rabbit have hole? different I have different I have many. So I'm a person who likes to have many different threads going. And then I choose which thread I want to actually enjoy on that day. So I, the longest, the, <laughs> you're like the, a designer. <laughs> the my lifelong thread, to be honest, is to listen to every cast album in order um, that that they exist. Wait, wait, like uh, every every cast album that ever existed. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And I've been doing it for the last fifteen years, and I go off and on, and it goes. Oh, wait a minute. And I've wait never a- actually talked about it in real life. I've actually never spoken about it out loud. How have we been doing this uh-huh. for five years, and I this know. is the first time I'm uh-huh. finding this out? Uh-huh. So wait, yeah. well, wait. My mind is blown. As yeah. the young kids say, yeah. I am shook. Yeah, I was a. It was a real passion project, especially back when I was <laughs> single and working all the time. So I was when I was doing when I was touring with with you know we're talking fourteen years ago. I was twenty, jeez, Rob, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight. So <laughs> like I, I was. Now. <laughs> I love you. You look so good. Um, but yeah, so I really wanted to. But I was very specific with my um, parameters, and I really wanted to listen to every cast recording that was. Of of course, an original Broadway cast recording. So you know, and uh, castalbums.org was my re- my resource, as is of course IBDB and other places. And yeah, I wanted to listen to every cast recording so just, 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 in just, order. So I started, but I of course I didn't start with uh, you know you can't start with Oklahoma because you know while that was the first commercial, they you know you know. A Decca produced that to be a cast recording and make money. There are plenty of recordings of shows with the original cast with some of the orchestrations. Um, you know, Cradle Will Rock is, and I actually wanted to talk to you about this today because it's not my favorite thing. But Rob, I am deep in a in a Mark Blitzstein rabbit hole that is so deep, and I am so drowning in it, and it's so amazing and magical. Mark Blitzstein, I think, was the Michael John Lacusa 
of, <laughs> of 1935, 36, 37, 38. I don't 90. disagree with you. I think he wrote a musical play. He called Cradle of Rock a musical play. What in uh, much has been made of the famous opening night. And if you don't know it, just Google Cradle of Rock and read or it. watch the movie. Watch There's the a movie, movie. about I just it. Just watched yeah. it two days ago. I know it's so good. Tim Robbins directed it and, and started it and, and Hank Azaria, all these people. So, um, True story. I mean, it was beautiful. But Mark Blitzstein, what he was doing, what he was creating for the theater, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the start of it. I'm in the start of research. But I really want to research his influences, his work. I don't think anyone was doing what he exactly was doing. I don't think anyone was doing theater the way that he was trying to figure it out. And the way it's much like I think of Mozart. You know, I think that if Mozart showed up in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and came to America today uh, and was on Broadway, or even 1965 showed up and they walked out and Mozart was there, Mozart would be like, guys, this is exactly what I'm talking about. The music tells the story of the what's going on. It I love the, this. Like, I really believe that. So, I think Bart Glitzstein in the 1930s, you know, I think he was at the truly, at the forefront of this I and of course he was friends with Kurt Vile and Bertolt Brecht and all these you know players in in you know in this idea of theater and what it could be they were sort of the the bridge and I think Mark Blitzstein was the next step along the way which yes we have Sondheim we have all these other people but in 1937 or 36 or whenever you want to talk this man wrote this show Cradle Rock and it rocks my world I I cannot get over the music and the lyrics and the all of it what's your favorite thing Oh my god! Well, first of all, my favorite thing was trivia on Saturday. Um, <gasps> Rob, that was so much fun. We, we raised time. some money. You like that was we uh, raised three hundred and fifty dollars um, for the American Association of Community Theaters, and we are doing it again this weekend, Saturday, eight p.m. Eastern. Um, and this time, the theme is the Broadway musicals of the nineteen eighties. The Broadway musicals <laughs> of the nineteen eighties. It's the dark period. No. Oh, my God. You know, this is the first time I was like, I have to cut categories because I had so many categories <laughs> and I had so many ideas for things. And they're not going to be seen. And I'm so upset about it. But, um, folks, it's on Saturday. It's at 8 p.m. Um, all of the money this week is going to the Society of Directors and Choreographers Fund. Uh, that's the union that represents directors and choreographers and their emergency relief fund for the directors and choreographers who were uh, put out of work by COVID. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm hearing a lot of theaters that are telling some people, directors and choreographers, because you didn't get the show to opening, we're not paying you. So some people... No way. You know, a lot of my friends were telling me this, and I was like, I, I can't even imagine. So this emergency fund is going to help them out a little bit. So please join us. If you want to find out how to play along, um, we're on Insta the, the information's on Instagram, and the information's on Twitter and our Facebook, and you can take a look there. But once again, um, it's going to be on Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It goes for about an hour and 10 minutes or so. There's a prize to be won, and it's a fun time. It's, it's, it's fun, and, every, and it's also, like I said before, if you know – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you. I was going to say, for all of our wonderful, loyal listeners who've been with us since the beginning, from the first one with Randy Graff, my God, um, you are able to see one another and communicate with one another and you know chat with each other. So I hope it's a, I think it's a lot of fun. I hope you'll come and join us. And what, it always goes to a good cause, and that's the most important thing. So please join us on Saturday. That's it. That's it. It's, 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 it's a, yeah, I, I, I quite agree. And, and, and Rob is so good with, I'm at the piano and I'm giving He's you guys good. some, serving up some music.
Rob's giving some amazing anecdotes. We we try to like just throw in some little odds and ends. You know, if if, if things have come up over the year, and now with yes. the 80s, I can imagine Rob, we're going to have a lot of crossover. Some. This ain't the 30s, no, um, this ain't, you know. But we this is exciting, folks. Yeah, it's we're going to have some fun crossover. So we're going to have some anecdotes to share with you, and of course, we always want to keep it fresh. And if you are a diehard fan or maybe a little new to the information, it's still hopefully entertaining. No matter what, it doesn't I, matter whether or not you know, you know, who wrote I, Wind of Wind of the Willows in 1984. I don't know. All I know is that it starred Nathan Lane. That's all it I know. It was William it. Perry and Irene. Dun- uh, no, it's fine. It's it's all good. It's, it's well, that's good, Kevin. Maybe we get you know, to that at some point. My in your first book. show I did in Elmira, New York, was they wrote that show. Yes, the I Mark remember, Twain I re- drama. Okay, keep going. Keep. I going, remember. Sorry. Oh, sorry. So so anyway, so yes. Yeah, so anyway, come come join us, and we hope you'll have a good time. The yes. 80s are going to be amazing. And by the way, when Kevin says he provides provides music kevin actually sang this time which is something he never does <laughs> seriously you never do it on the podcast well there's not really a, a, a way to sing and so he sang and it was wonderful and i was very happy that I was a the ivories that sang was, a little tune that was a favorite thing um last week but now my favorite thing for this week well as you know because we're in quarantine we have a lot of downtime on our hands i am addicted to amazon prime because they have an am- amazing selection of stuff that goes up there and a lot of it is theater related and i found a documentary on there um actually i shouldn't say it's a documentary i, sh- I let me go back um in 2006 the wonderful character actor charles nelson riley um who we know from skyscraper and bye bye birdie and Butter hello Trump. dolly hello dolly how to succeed um and of course his wonderful game show career um as you know a panelist on the match game um did a one man show he'd actually done the show in one in uh, 2000 and the one man show was called save it for the stage the life of riley and it was a 3 hour long extravaganza that in 2006 they had enough money to go back have him redo it and film it um, so they could preserve it for record. The version, though, that we see on Amazon Prime is not called Save It for the Stage, The Life of Riley. It's just simply called Life of Riley. Um, and the person who filmed this actually um, integrates archival footage um, and a lot of stuff that was not in the original production. So it's kind of a one-man, it's like his one-man show, but put through a cinematic lens. Um, it was filmed, it was supposed to be filmed over three days but unfortunately, he got sick with pneumonia and could only do two days. And this is the last time he ever appeared live on a stage. And that's what they filmed. And he comes out and he says, I want to, you know, I'm so happy you all could join me for the twilight of an extraordinary life. And you go for someone to have that sort of um, self-awareness of where they are in the world is kind of moving. Um, if you know Charles Nelson Riley as a comedian, first of all, he's one of the funniest actors i think that ever existed he's brilliant on game shows and stuff like that and that's sort of how he was known to people as being the funny guy on the match game sitting next to brett summers but he was an incredible musical theater actor who took acting classes with uda hagen some of his classmates included like jerry stiller and mara uh, Charles Grodin, Jack Lemon, like the list of people, because he names it in the documentary of who he was in a class with, is like a who's who of acting. It's just so, so incredible. But he was also one of the most brilliant directors that had, wor- had, ever, had ever worked. And he was also a massive fan of opera. If you want to really geek out, Google Charles, N- sorry, YouTube Charles Nelson Riley and Madeline Kahn. And they're on an opera panel together discussing their favorite operas, which is like so 
you wouldn't even think of that. But the stories, first of all, he's probably one of the best storytellers I've ever seen in my life. And I was looking up some of the reviews of the show. And John Simon, who, as you know, is not the <laughs> easiest person to please, said that this show is, and what the way Nelson Riley speaks, is worthy of Balzac, Dickens, or Twain. And I could not agree more. He tells a beautiful story in there about... Um, Hal Hallbrook, uh, if you know who Hal Hallbrook is, oh, yeah. right? he does Mark Twain everywhere. But he tells a story of how Hal Hallbrook, this, this little side job as Mark Twain, became um, his calling card in life. And he's telling the story, and he somehow is able, and I don't want to give it away, he relates it to how every actor should have a dream and how you make a dream come true. The show is very, very moving. I... I, I watched it because I'm like, I'm, I want a couple of laughs. He had a very hard life growing up, um, not a very loving mother. Um, there was an amazing, not an amazing, but a tre- tremendously tragic circus fire um, that happened. Um, where like <laughs> A circus fire? Well, like he was in the circus as a kid and like 126 people died because <gasps> uh, the, the roof caught, the tent caught fire. Oh my gosh. And um, he goes into that, but because of that, he's so traumatized. He doesn't actually, he, the only way he can be in the theater is to be on the stage. He can't sit for long periods of time because he's so traumatized by that event. Wow. All these things about him you didn't even realize, but the way he tells stories is absolutely genius. And one of the things I thought was so interesting, especially as a teacher, and this really stuck with me, and I want to pass it on, and I'm hope if you if you teach as well, it'll come to you. But he was saying at the end of the document, at the end of the one man show, he goes, you know, I go out and I do a lot of uh, actor coaching, or I go out and I do master classes, and all the students immediately look at me and go why is the guy from the game shows giving me acting lessons? And he goes, but when I come down and I sit in front of you, he's like, I don't sit alone. I sit with my first acting teacher. I sit with Hal Hallbrook. I sit with Neil Simon. I sit with this. I sit with that. And he goes, so I, I don't, when I come, I don't sit alone. And I thought to myself, well, that's, I mean, that's it. That's it. Like every time you feel like, you know, oh my God, like, what can I offer someone? You think of all the things that have been offered to you and how that is going to be a vessel to somehow educate these individuals. So it's wonderful. It's on Amazon Prime. It's free. It's called Life of Riley. He's in his 70s, I believe. And God bless him. The energy is never flagging. And only a few months after this was completed, he passed away. So I think it's a really nice uh, final encapsulation of this incredible man's career. Of course, it's hysterical. It's hysterical, but just watching him work and watching someone who has such a self-possession of just being up on a stage by himself and having an audience eating out of the palm of his hand with nothing more than sheer honesty. It's absolutely incredible. So my favorite thing this week is Life of Riley. What's your- It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, I had no idea that that existed, and I love Amazon Prime, and I'm so thankful that you brought that up. I'm uh, just really exciting. I, thank you for that. Um, it's great. I, I cried like a baby like 90 oh, times man, today. I can't wait. Oh, boy. What's yours, what, buddy? What a legacy. Okay, so I, I'm sticking. I'm going to take us to the 1980s theme. I, I, I love um, that. I love this that. This is something that um, – it's funny, Rob, because I, I was introduced to this movie uh, like a decade ago. Uh, an ex of mine, ex-fiance of all things. Um, and If and, you say and, the chorus line movie, I'm getting up and I'm walking no, out of this conversation. No, I don't think you know this movie. I don't think anybody knows this movie, Rob. And and so what I want to say was that <laughs> I, in my recollection, I thought maybe this will be a good favorite thing because it was such a weird thing I watched back in the day, you know, when I was, you know, we were watching silly campy shows. Um, so I watched it again and it holds up. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's a movie from 1980. It is a made for, it's a movie. I mean, it is a, it, it was made to be a movie. It is made to be a musical. Uh, it was definitely um, riding on the coattails of Saturday Night Fever, the disco craze, the pop craze, that kind of thing. Um, they were, de- it was definitely a vanity project. I mean, the money came in, it was self-funded. So it was not like a studio production, that kind of thing. Um, and I will tell you the title because I don't think anyone's going to guess it. Uh, this is a film that was called the apple and it's from 1980 oh i've seen the apple i know the apple Apple. are you kidding me where they're dancing like in a mall like an abandoned (laughs) sequence yes that's that's the that's the showbiz number that's show business that's the show business number okay 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 oh god love you oh i love you rob oh man you kill me oh i've seen the apple go ahead keep keep going friends so so the transition to this my favorite thing is the fact that if you're on if you're on amazon prime and you're going to watch some Charles Nelson Riley. switch over to the search, type in Apple. You're going to have to scroll down because there's a lot of apples, and this one is not the top search. But let me tell you, friends, it should be because it is. The, and and I, as I was trying to preface this, I remember I, I was like, oh, man, is this, is, is, this is, is this good? Is this, is this worth being a favorite thing? And then I watched yes. it. In the first 20 minutes, I thought, well, it's, I don't know. And then the movie kept going. And I was by myself. Sutton was asleep. My baby's asleep. Everyone's asleep in the house. And I was howling. And I was looking. It's that thing, Rob, where you look around the room. I don't know if you've done this before, especially with our little niche world we live in. I looked around the room and I thought, is no one here to enjoy this with me? And then, of course, I tried to, like, reach out to, like, my Twitter friends and you and other... But I can't tell you because this is going to be a favorite thing, so I don't want to give it away. It's... it's Rob... Okay. All right. So this is a movie that takes place in 1984, but in the movie, it takes place in the future. In the future, in 1980, is 1994. That's right, friends. 14 years later is the future. And it looks like it's the quote-unquote future in this film. So remember, this is a very low-budget film. Um, it is a musical. Um, fun fact, the choreography is by Nigel Lithgow, who is uh, the... Uh, so you think, yes, so, yes. So you, think you, so you think you can dance. He is the British guy on uh, the primetime series today. Um, and this choreography, you guys, <laughs> it's like the cheesiest, weirdest stuff you've ever seen. But this man had to put together 
production numbers. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. So the Apple, what is that? What is this about? It, um, it, it's it's you know what? It's Forty Second Street. It's 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 a couple from Moose Jaw, Canada, come to the big city. Uh, it's they don't say New York City, but it's probably is, or it's L.A. or where, wherever they filmed it. Looks like they filmed in L.A. Um, they come to the big bad city. Uh, the innocent, sweet folk, uh, you know, folky, you know, different music, you know, group, and uh, the city, the big bad city, the big bad, you know, the, the big bad industry, which uh, the man's name is, uh, what's his name, uh, 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 Boogalo, Boogalo is is the big industry guy, and he's and he actually played a James Bond villain in previous in in um, from Rush, Russia with love. <laughs> he literally looks like a James Bond villain, sings a rap song. Uh, and is uh, a villain in this piece. And Go ahead. If I may, he pulls an Ann Miller, and what I mean by that is he never breaks eye contact with the lens of the camera. Am I? He correct? looks straight into the camera, and and he looks. Uh, he's got a weird goatee, and he looks like a creepy Bond villain. I don't know how else to describe him. He's a creepy Bond villain. And at one point in one song, they cut to him, and he's got sequins and his beard is bedazzled uh, and 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 there is no holding back in this film you have characters that are transgender you have characters that are that are uh, in non-gender binary but they didn't know to say that then i mean they, we're talking all different yes go ahead yes yeah. no i no i was going to agree with you they're very progressive in this society <laughs> really honestly and so so this couple comes to the city and the the industry wants to to use them and make money off of them and they get the girl and of course it's drugs and sex and that's the way of holding them but the guy is like no i don't want any part of this so he goes away and then they seduce her and she comes back and then the whole movie is basically about you know him trying to get her back and you know her being successful and then making money off of her and all of that and in the end of course they end up back together and it's that kind of thing. but the numbers friends please um you have to watch this with a filter i guess is the is what i want to say <laughs> i don't want you to watch this. the thing. filter is I, marijuana or alcohol yes uh, thank you rob i love you for that because uh, or just saying to yourself, Kevin and Rob said to watch this, and it is not the greatest film ever made. However, I can still enjoy the effort made. I can enjoy the work being done, and I can enjoy the fact that there are, you know, some things to look out for. Some of those things to look out for, oh, I don't know. You might look out for some of the dialogue, some of the horrible acting, some of the awkward transitions, some of the lyrics. But in that, the passion, the the love, the trying to make this work. Now, fun fact, the director, after this actually premiered in 1980, uh, they were at the Montreal Film Festival, uh, and the audience halfway through the, the film started booing. And unfortunately, uh, the director uh, tried to commit suicide, but thankfully, uh, one of the investors found him and, and, and called him off the ledge. Um, at Paramount, the audience started throwing, they got a free, uh, you know, you, you sometimes you go to see a film, you get like a little keepsake, and they got a, a cast recording with it, or a soundtrack, a soundtrack, and they threw the soundtrack at the screen, fact it was the the screen was damaged from guests from the soundtrack being thrown at the screen. This was also nominated for one of the worst films in 1980. And you might say, Kevin, this is this is a horrible way to sell this film. No, 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 no. 
they were all wrong because in just like Rocky, I want I want you to channel this. I've talked about Welcome to Whoop Whoop, that really weird Australian film that I watched. Um, you could also talk about Center Stage, another like sort of very niche show. You could say Rocky Horror Picture Show, which was a flop at the time. Um, uh, it, it channels those kinds of films. They are the films for insiders, for people who understand what to look for. And that's what I want to say, friends. You know what to look for. Watch this film and be entertained by the effort, by the love, by the attempts, by the, the successes, by the failures, but by the whole thing. It is a wacky, and the fact that all this money was pumped into this, and they really did, <laughs> they really did do this. They really did attempt to try to make this film and put it out there. Um, if you had to pick numbers to look for, I think they're on YouTube. I didn't have time to look them up. If you want to look up some numbers to look at, look at, um, I think the, the title number I think is the most important song to really analyze. It's called The Apple. Um, it's, it's a weird song where they talk about how poisonous an apple can be and what it can do to you and, and all of those layers that come with an apple. Um, show business though you yes. remember that's the one where the, the the couple goes to meet the the big music mogul for the first time and I, the whole thing is shot in germany it's an american produced film but they shot it in germany I, i'm convinced it's a german uh, airplane um hangar or airplane you know some rundown airplane you know like jfk like the the you know the old um uh, twa terminal um but they uh, <laughs> they are in the waiting area, and they all have they all have sequins on. They start singing a song about show business, and I was by myself, and I've seen this film before, and I it's been fifteen years, but I looked to either side of me as if to say, "Am I? Is this is this real life right now? Is this really?" truly going on um i could go through the different uh, yes, the, the third the 13 different production numbers that you're going to watch with this there's so many things to look out for i'm not i i don't i don't have the time to go through each one you guys but it's it's bb and um uh and alfie really have a journey that they go on together and i think it's really worth watching um first and also the woman who plays uh bb um she actually went on to do a lot of really great things i'm trying to look at my notes and i can't find her name this is it's a mary mary St catherine mary stewart is her name and she went on to do a lot of film and tv she was the one she played the love interest in weekend at birdies in the 80s but she you know and she she she's oh my this, god i never to, realized that this day she is still working this was 40 years ago but um this was her first film but her voice was dubbed and i would like to say i would love to love to get a shout out to the woman named mary highland who was who was the marnie nixon of this film she was the woman who voiced her her voice is fierce she's a studio singer and she sings the shit out of these songs um and also miriam margulies is in this the professor sprout from the harry potter films uh, and the nurse from the um uh the the romeo and juliet uh baz lerman uh, romeo and juliet uh, she plays the nurse she she's a very distinct type and that you would know her when you see her uh there are some really interesting people in this film and uh the whole thing is it is a wacky experience. Just it, take an hour and a half out of your life. Enjoy yourself how you want and watch because it is, it is so wacky and weird and it holds up if you watch it with the lens of entertainment. Watch it. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And so I, 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 it's just, yeah, 
I want to watch the apple and I think you should too, especially to prepare your, your mindset for a 1980s theme trivia um, on, on, on Saturday, <laughs> Saturday night, folks, 8 PM. But before that, you're going to watch the life of Riley and you are going to watch the apple because you are right, Kevin. Once you take a bite, the hair, stop. the costumes, the makeup, the acting, <laughs> you, all what, of it. You, know, it you is, argue that old lady from grand hotel, the acting. I the loved it. Since are you going to go? When are you going to see it again? Well, uh, my wife, she works in the area. I'll probably go see it again. We'll watch it maybe next week. I don't know. The week after. I don't know. She's busy. I don't know. I loved it. This is great. So, folks, there you go. The Apple and the Life of Riley. And then please join us Saturday night for trivia. You can go onto our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can find out how you can join in. It's a $5 suggested donation. And all of the funds are going to go to the Society of Directors and Choreographers Fund. Yay. All right. Till next. Till next week, folks. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.